guys, and we're back on Tuesday. So for those who took their test last week, best of luck. Yes. We have a little pro and con list, depending if you want to go into a mom and pop shop, small business, and or corporation. Or if you've been working for a long time and was wondering what's, if you want to move. What's all the buzz for the other one? Yeah. um, We kind of dabbled our toes into each one. We thought we'd be like very good at, this is pros, this is cons, but we jumped back and forth quite a bit. Oh yeah. So yeah, we'll get it all out there eventually. And our pros might be your cons, and your cons might be our pros. So you never know. So let's go ahead and just—I got nothing. Let's get <laughs> let's get into it. It's been a valiant effort, Laura. <laughs> You're listening to the PT Assistance Podcast with your hosts Ken and Laura. Thanks for joining for another exciting episode. So let's go ahead and I got nothing. <laughs> what? <laughs> that, it's too early for you to blink. I know. Well, that's probably the issue. My creative juices are just getting going. Oh, I thought you were about to say they ran out. So no. <laughs> talking about small business, even smaller businesses like mom and pop, pop yeah, and mom I guess shops. That's a, what is pop it? Mom and pop shops. Mom and pop shops. And then bigger corporations. So Laura and I yeah. have worked at. All three, I would say. Laura is more with the corporation now, and I went mm-hmm. all the way down to the mom and pop shop with the smaller business side. Yeah. But each of them have their own benefits. They have their own downsides. So depending on which one you want to go into, it's another thing to consider when you're looking for somewhere to work. Some of the pros and cons of it. Um, before we dive fully into each one, let's go ahead and just define like what we're considering a mom and pop, what we're considering... A smaller business and what we're considering like a corporation just so like everybody kind of gets like where we're coming from so like mom and pop is like the owners are part of the business are working there still they don't have a lot of employees it's one single location um that's what i'll say like 10 employees maybe at the most at the most not even not even like to me the big thing is like mom and pop shop like they're they're there working the hours um, so the owners are working the hours and they're still practicing and they're the main like treaters in a way still too. So um, kind of like where I'm at now. Yes. And then small business, I would say like owners involved, but you know, doesn't do the day to day in the clinic type stuff can have multiple clinics, but like it's still kind of smaller. Um, not a large corporation. It's still kind of everything's done within the company itself. And then corporations and larger businesses, um, they can span, but like multiple locations. Um, maybe across even, state lines. Yeah, different. maybe across state lines, maybe just even within the same state lines. Like, But pretty much they're... The people who oversee it don't even work in the clinic. There's that multiple tier letter. Yeah, there's those multiple tiers of like who you go to hierarchy. Um, a lot of things are kind of sourced differently. Um, yeah, so but that bigger corporation. So that's kind of where we're classifying. And we both have actually worked in all three because I did. You did corporation during your clinical rotation. I did mom and pop during my clinical rotation. Yes. Yeah. And it's funny because even just going down even to the interview process, mm-hmm. 
So for the mom and pop shop, you're usually just interview with the owners. You get hired or you don't get hired, just whatever it is. When you go to the small business level, usually you have one interview. If that goes well, then you're interview with the next step up, mm-hmm. which is usually the owner after the clinical directors and all that interview. Or you could have both at the same time. Or you can have both at the same yeah. time. Um, and then the corporation, now thinking about it, that might even have more steps. Because for mine, you'll usually have an interview with the usually the clinical director mm-hmm. at that location. But then you also have to interview with the regional manager as well. Yeah, I got lucky where I just had one interview and it was at more of the regional manager. But like, oh, you went straight to regional manager then? Yeah, because I think there wasn't really a clinical director for the site I was looking at, and he he dictates the regional manager kind of dictates who he wants and doesn't want hired. Um, but the thing was getting set up for the interview was through kind of like the recruiter process. Like it goes to like a national bank and then that bank gets sent out to each region or, you know, based off of how it is. And then that regional hiring person calls out and sets up the meeting and does everything where usually like mom and pop shop, they'll give you a call back. The owners will and say, Hey, we're interested. Uh, we'd like to set up an interview, um, for, I would say like the smaller businesses, it's usually like an admin or a, you know, operation, a manager that's calling you back. And then with the corporation, it's usually like the hiring. Yeah. Like it's their recruitment center. Yeah. Like, Oh, we're part of HR. We're here to, they don't do anything. At least start your process. And it's, yeah, it's a lot more. More steps, I would say. Yeah, usually. that's just the interview. It's not not even the working part, but well, and it's, it's just funny. Like it, it just starts there. Yeah, and neither of them are bad. Like, um, they they all feel this exact same way. Uh, setting up the interview that doesn't really change so much. And I think I think another thing to point out as well is that our mom and pop to corporate level have all been outpatient. Yes. So I don't know if. The process really changed for home health. I had like a little hospitals, bit. That's not really a mom and pop. You don't have mom and pop hospitals, but well, I home had health I think has inpatient corporate. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I don't think inpatient really has a mom and pop shop style no. corp like inpatient level. I think it'd be you know? too tough. Home health, though, because I know home health. Some of them are like starting businesses. They're smaller. They have to build mm-hmm. their clientele. Versus some other home health companies have been doing it for a long time. They might be able to be seen more as a corporate yeah. level of Well, home and health. I think that's the thing, too, is this kind of, like, applies for any type of situation. You can have this in general because a lot of times mom and pop shops will start, you know, their goals, they start at a mom and pop, but they want to get bigger um, in most cases. So, in a couple cases, mom and pop shops just want to be that one, one and done. They just want their one place to work, and that's all. They're not trying to grow the business like crazy. Um, So I think it all just depends, but I feel like everything we're going to talk about today applies in each setting anyways based off of just who you're working for type thing. So So let's start with the pros at the smallest level, mom and pop. So pros is you really are close, I would say, like with uh, the people you're working with and the owners and your input is valued a lot more than some of the other location like settings. 
um, where if you come in and be like, hey, this isn't working out, like can, like the schedule or something like that, it, this needs to be adjusted. It, it's a little bit more of a like, okay, well, let's really look down and sit and value your opinion, I feel like. Um, and again, this this doesn't mean every person's like this. Some some aren't, but I would say this is what I see most mom and pop shops. Um, so that's one of my biggest like pros, I would say. What about you? No, I agree. I feel like it's more like almost like family oriented, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like you are a lot closer to your coworkers. There's not many of you, so it it helps to, I guess I wouldn't I don't want to say like create leeway, but it's easier to understand more situations. Yeah, a little bit balance. And if you have something come up, like you can always talk to the owners and talk to them and they can work something out with you. And it, it things become a lot easier in that way. Yeah, I feel like, you, like you said, a big thing is it becomes more of a family situation in most cases. And so some if something does come up like a family emergency, it's not just like, oh, they're seeing it as a number missing in a way, but like an actual person having to go through a tough time. And so there's a little bit more compassion within your workspace, I guess you could say. And then as far as your input, when, so where I'm working now being more of a mom and pop shop, like my boss working with me for so long, I can definitely say my input is more valid, like validated or Mm -hmm. more valuable, like trying to figure out the flow, where patients should go, what table should be set, where, where should, just pretty much anything go and I feel like it's just more valuable since it's a smaller place yeah and I think too the nice thing with the mom and pop shop is at least in like definitely looking at your setting and looking at what I had there's little benefits that are really nice like when I worked at a mom and pop place um the owners you know they were were hands-on every single day but every Friday they bought us lunch for you as if like there's no patience they send you home and it's not like they cut your pay or anything they're just like, go ahead, if everything's done, go ahead and go home. Or you guys have gone out and played pickleball together. Um, so I feel like there's a little bit more of like, hey, we're not just going to make you work just to make you work and do nonsense stuff just because of the fact that we're slightly slow, slow or something. Yeah. Or like we're going to reward you in a different way, um, which is kind of nice. So. So on to the cons. Mm hmm. Um, I would say the first one right off the bat, being newer and being a mom and pop shop, you always have run the risk of it not being as successful as you would want it to be. Yeah. Um, so Laura and I were talking a little bit before we started recording and mentioning that if the business isn't there, there are people likely to go. Unfortunately, in my situation, if a therapist needed to go, I'd be the first to go. Yeah. So there is some risk to going into a smaller, not completely established location i would say yeah or if it was to take a dip or something like that or if something was to happen where the business owner can go forward or he decides to sell the business like there's just no more you just move within like the company it's just you're there and i will say the second thing i feel like that can come up that stuff is vacation because you're gonna get last man total pull between you and the no that's true so like if you want a vacation time around christmas but they're like yeah i know we're already taking it like you got nothing there's no like seniority there's no nothing like it's just sorry you're you're out of, I'm luck. Out of luck on there <laughs> um the other one i would say because yeah it kind of falls more into having such a smaller staff mm-hmm. you don't really have coverage you have to learn more than just your role so you mm-hmm. have to be flexible 
which I wouldn't say is much of a con because it can be a pro too no, because I, you I would learn like more sides of the, the business. business. But there are people that it's it's not like in my job description kind of mentality. Like mm-hmm. you can't have that mentality when you're in a smaller business. Yeah. Everything is your job description. You have to learn to adapt to whatever setting you're required in. Which again, I think is great sometimes because you it can learn, be a pro. Definitely, you learn so much about the business in general. But I know some people just prefer not to. It's like, hey, this is why I'm here. This is what I'm hired to do. Yeah. Which it might not be the setting for you. Like that's it's all good. It's all good. It's just don't go into this setting thinking that you can only do what's in your job description. Mm-hmm. Like you're gonna be the cleaners. You're gonna be uh, the tech sometimes. You're gonna be the admin like you're going to be answering phones and i'm not saying that that doesn't happen in other locations too because it does um but i would say it's more prone in these smaller locations too also if you don't get along with the coworker, you're kind of sol that's when i just say because it's it's so small like it there's only like five of us if we didn't get along then that could definitely make for a very toxic environment. I was about knowing to say, like I can't just transfer to another location or I can like yeah. you would just have to leave at that point. So that is a big con. There is no just transferring to different location if drama does strike up. And you know, there's that drama that's gonna everybody's gonna butt heads at some point in time, but then there's those ones that you just can't get past. And if you can't get past it, then it does make your life situation much harder because you can't just transfer to different location. Um, if you like that setting or that kind of stuff, you're just, you have to leave and you have to go somewhere else if you can't stand it anymore. So that is a con, I would say, um, with like small mom and pop. And the thing is too, it might not even be like, cause I had this when I was working, I didn't mind the owners or even the other therapists that work there. I had an issue with some of the techs, but like that made me, I was like, I wouldn't, even if they offered me a job, I wouldn't take the job because me and this tech butt head so bad. And she's been there longer. Um, so like it might not even be with the whole clinic, but then you just got that one person. Parts of it, I think is just because of the fact that when I was there, she would question everything I was doing and be like, you know, the PT, I was doing my clinical rotations, the PT would hand me off this patient or the two patients, and I'd be like, hey, can you make sure that they're, you know, I want them to do this, this, and this next, and, like, relay that message, because at that location, one tech would work with one of your patients while you worked with another, and then you kind of, like, halfway through swap, so you're giving equal amount of time. Um, She would always question anything I asked her to do. Well, did you check with so-and-so? Is that fine? I'm like, she literally told you I'm running the treatment. Like, stop questioning everything. So that we, would be a little frustrating. So we kind of butt heads. So like, just knowing that, I was like, I couldn't, I couldn't work with you. <laughs> but so as we go through the, the progression from our mom and pop up to corporate, you'll mm-hmm. see that the balance kind of shift, mm-hmm. where the pros that were for this setting are going to be the cons. As we go higher up the tier. Yep. So going into small business, it's probably the more balanced between both because you have the job security. Mm-hmm. It's been, Usually, been established for longer. Yeah. You have different multiple locations that if you did want to move to a different location, if you didn't get along with somebody or something happened, you can move to a different location. Mm-hmm. Um, you're still depending on 
how many employees they have, you might also run into the fact that you can't really find coverage if you need time off. Because they're running at like max capacity, but with the least amount of employees usually. Yeah, so they don't want to have so many people on retainer and just be paying them for doing nothing. So you, and I mean, it's maybe not every place, but you may run into an issue where getting that time off might be a little difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've been up longer. You might be there longer. There's more employees for you to maybe get along with. So yeah. it's, I feel like you can have a little bit based off of that, the clinic and everything. You can still have that like family atmosphere, um, no matter what. And I think that's a consistency you'll see across the board, like within the place you're actually working. You I can feel like still they get have more that clicky fatness. though. You can get a little clicky I feel sometimes. like as you get bigger, it becomes more clicky. Well, so I feel like you get that family atmosphere within the, the clinic you're at. And then from there, it's clicky between clinics. So if you go over to one or you transfer or you move or anything, like it could be hard, like feeling like you belong in a way. Because I feel like that's the same. Even if you get to like the corporate level, if mm-hmm. you do like a corporate level holiday party, it's just going to be like clicks here and there yeah it, it, like this is the true. group that they hang out with there's a group that they hang out with just as you grow mm-hmm. it'll still feel you know like your location like you said i think it's just kind of family which oriented makes sense, but... though, because of the fact that you are seeing those people every single day practically except and for maybe that two. and position as well yeah i feel like positional wise like the pta usually hang out with the ptas the techs usually hang out with the techs the pts with the pts some mingle with each other but I feel like you just... I think it depends. I think it depends on who you have. Because I feel like when we first worked at our small business, with the first group we had, that, you know, we would say it was really, really good that we're, you know, we were set. All of us would hang out with each other when we, like, we would actually (laughs) let the other clinics... We were the clicky clinic. True, we were the clicky clinic. Granted, we did not exclude people if they came over. We tried to make them feel very welcome into our atmosphere but like naturally we would hang out and sit together when we did full group things so like i feel like you can have the clicky clicky groups which it turned into more later where like these three techs only talk to this one pt and in this one tech over there and it was like their little group and they wouldn't like they just didn't open anything up and i think that's more of the clicky clickiness so you that. can. You could just, I think, have it a little bit But we'll just put that under a con. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure where to put it, but I'm putting it under a con. Oh, I'm putting it totally under a con. But I'm still saying you can have it. I think that's the thing. Is it can go either way. You can have that family atmosphere or you can have that clickiness. And so that's a pro or con, depending on what you get. <laughs> and then the other thing I would say is... Um, pro is you still get a little bit of input and say... Um, because usually the owner's not, he, you know, he's still within the business, but not really working it as much or like, um, not around as often, but your input usually gets heard a little bit better. I wouldn't say it always gets like validated. <laughs> Is that the best word I would say? It, I mean, acknowledge. It would get acknowledged, but like, it doesn't mean it's going to change anything. Yeah. Um, you know, they might just tell you this is the way it is. Where in a small business, they might, you know, with mom and pop, they might try to work around it. 
Um, but at least it's validated, it's heard, and it might be addressed. Um, so I, I would say that's, to me, a little bit more of a pro still versus like a con as you can as we get into like the corporations you'll you'll kind of see why I put it as a pro uh other thing is is um oh my gosh I blinked where'd it go I had another thought and I don't remember it now um sorry my dog's trying to get yeah your dog is trying to get in he's trying to break in he's like I hear Ken let me in you can't do this to me. I didn't let him see Ken before. But he's being considerate, though. He's scratching the door, but very softly so that. Yeah, he knows. He's like, I don't want you to disturb you guys. Busted. But, but your just dog in is case. Like, I'm breaking through Oh, yeah, my dog's door. trying to <laughs> chew the door open. Anyways. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's that would say is my pro uh, on that con. Benefits. And we forgot to talk about benefits in mom and pop shop. Yeah, I was just going to hit benefits like as a huge pro when it came to corporations <laughs> and just ignored them on the other levels. So I will say that as a con in small business is usually the benefits are not good. Small business and down. Yeah. Because I was going to go with HR too. Like oh, HRs yeah. don't really exist mm-hmm. in small business and down. You just talk to the manager yeah, and, and that's if, that's your HR. And if you have a problem with the manager, it doesn't really go well. <laughs> that goes really bad. You don't, you don't so it, there's, there's no outside party that's gonna be impartial mm-hmm. with small business and down yeah. so unfortunately there's been like multiple situations where people did want to contact hr or a form of hr mm-hmm. within those small businesses but because it doesn't really exist the person you might be trying to talk about might be the person you need to talk to about it Mm-hmm. which just makes for an awkward situation that which, I mean, you're, you're confronting yeah but you might build drama you might just feel uncomfortable about it you might feel like it might get uncomfortable afterwards so then you don't address it and now you're just kind of miserable wanting to quit mm-hmm. yeah. so i feel like that happens more maybe in that small business than a mom and pop shop but i, I agree on that you'll we'll kind of get out of that as we go into the corporation level yeah are we missing anything? On that's all one? I got. Okay, yeah, I think uh, that's all I can think of right now for small businesses. Um, I will say the other thing for small business, actually, is that you get a little more leeway, usually with the PTs you're working with, on like how to treat and that kind of stuff, I feel like. Um, your input is valid, just like in... Um, the mom and pop shop. Mom and pop shop. So... Well, going on to the corporation level, mm-hmm. so kind of like we said, the first two, we'll do a benefits and HR. So if you do have an issue and you address it with somebody that's not within that clinic, there's usually a dedicated HR that you can talk to about it, and then they'll figure out a way to approach it. The second one is the benefits. Mm-hmm. So when I was working in a small business, I interviewed for a corporation, which was the same corporation in which I did my rotation at. Mm-hmm. And... The downside was the pay. Corporations don't really pay as much, but the benefits almost outweighed that. So as far as PTO, as far as health benefits, as far as how much do they cover, as far as floating holidays, sick days, all of that almost outweighed the fact that you're not getting paid as much as you would in the small business and mom and pop shops. Mm -hmm. I 100% agree with that. So that's why I almost took it um it's it's 
just sounds really good compared to like when you don't have it. It's like, wow, I get how much time off? I get five floating holidays and my sick days don't even count towards that. Like off right off the bat, as soon as I get hired, plus bonuses typically, it's like, okay. Yeah, and then usually This is very tempting. The thing is too is they have set raises. Set you yep, know, set raises. Set raises is a big thing. Annual reviews. Annual reviews. How to actually get better at what you're doing. In fact I have a sixty day review coming up. We were supposed to do a thirty day and that never happened. Let's see. My I sixty was... day is supposed to be my 60 days happening like two weeks before my 90 days. <laughs> so I was in a small business for five years. I never got a yearly review. Yep. Um, I've been now in a mom and pop shop for six months, but it's only been six months. Yeah. And we haven't really done much. So. Yeah. And <laughs> even when I was in the small business after like a month of working, I had to go to them and be like, anything you want me to adjust or work on or improve for myself since i've been here it's just like not anything. really a thing yeah and then raises you always have to ask for them in a way like they're not oh i hated that they're not giving like, oh, if you want to raise like why didn't you ask like what like when do i ask yeah because then you feel like you have to justify your raise versus like an annual review it's like hey this is what you're doing right this is what you're what you Money. could improve mm-hmm. on and then they might address the whole raise situation there yeah but without that review you just randomly walk, hey, I've been here for a year. I was hoping maybe we can discuss a raise. And then it's like, oh, well, what do you feel like you've done to deserve a raise? Or you it's almost like, have well, to I don't quit know. and then come back. Oh, I don't even want to touch on that. That, <laughs> quit, that still back. boils my blood. But the thing is, too, is that also can be a con in corporations because corporations do have a set amount of like raise you can get. And also, they have a set amount of usually pay you can get. No, doesn't matter where you've worked. Doesn't matter. It's just based off of the years you've worked. Um, doesn't matter how good you are. You are pretty much just flat against the same people. And it's like if you're going all the way out of your way and you're doing amazing and you're doing this extra work, there's no true way of like really rewarding that in corporations because they've got so many like special like ceilings that you can't hit or um if that makes sense like there's just a yeah, cap in a way there's like little barriers so almost. like you almost sometimes have to leave to go somewhere else to get better pay and then come back and even then they're usually like oh well it's that so you might feel like you're always chasing your pay that you deserve um so that is a, a con i will say with corporations another con is uh, i might just put it out there all the freaking training yearly <laughs> training which it's is like I haven't done any training. Technically, it's good for them to have, and I get why they do it. It's all like the cultural HR. Uh, you know, this is how we run things. This is the new things for this year. This is how you know. It's just that training, but man, it's boring. And you've heard it a million times. <laughs> My favorite, you have to do it every year. Mm-hmm. That's ethics sucks. or I'm ethics sorry. training. That's what it's called. And so it's just kind of like. I don't know. For me, it just drives me nuts because I'm like, it's common sense. Be be a good person. Like, that's I mean, really what How much are you is. down for it? What do you mean? Like, how much downtime does it take to finish all your trainings? Mm, depends on if you actually listen to them or not. Like, do you guys do you have to do it on your own time or while you're at the clinic and they close you out? Um. So, if I'm running behind, that's the nice thing about the place I'm at. If I'm running behind um, with it, she'll she'll block me. Um, she's good with that. And I can't say all corporations are good with that. But technically, since it is training and it's required training, it has to be paid. 
it's on their time. So if you do it off your time, stop doing that and tell them, hey, I have this training I need to get done. It's required. I need either I need overtime for it or I need to be blocked out for it. Any required training has to be paid for. Any required event has to be paid for. They cannot require it if they're not going to pay for it. Um, speaking on the blocking you out, as far as productivity, um, I know when I was at the corporation, it's mm-hmm. something they looked at as far as your yearly review. When it came to the small business, it's not something they really looked at just because like people would share schedules so much. Yeah. As far as now, the mom and pop shop, I don't think it really exists at all. It's yeah. more of a clinic goal versus an individual goal. Um, you spending more time in a corporation now. Do you have goals that you have to hit as far as productivity, patient scene? Not so much because I think we're kind of a smaller location in general. Like we can't over like they don't like to double book, which is just a weird concept. Um, so I don't think it's that. It's more about maximizing your billing, I would say, that they're big on. Um, which I've learned so much on how to really benefit. Like I can, you've seen it. I've talked to you about my billing of how I'll get units for days out of people. Um, appropriately though, let me put that out there. That little sub note that is appropriately justified. Um, but, uh, when I worked inpatient and it was, it was all about productivity. And I can't tell you how many people were doing notes off the clock because of the productivity rate. And I think it's an unjustified and unfair thing within the larger corporations that are inpatient because life doesn't go perfectly. And like, I get why they kind of have it because they don't want someone on the clock and just taking 10 years when you really should. But like, I don't think it should be something that's so focused on in a way because like there's things that just like, go wrong in general like some of these places are huge and you're having to walk and go find a patient like patients are always in their room or the patient always doesn't like you might get interrupted because families show up like there's things that like just don't go as planned and that's not necessarily your fault and I think they focus on productivity way too much um, my current place they focus a lot on reviews which I didn't even know they did this until recently we had our first like meeting of the month for our clinic and come to find out they send out text messages to the patients all the time asking about satisfactory reviews and it is nerve-wracking because if you get like a bad negative one that's dropping your score so much definitely when you're in a smaller clinic so each of the therapists have their own like it's not like score almost it it can be if you get a negative so say like a person comes in they ran a note like oh what was bad about your experience and they're like oh well you know laura did this like that's gonna come back big on you yeah or something like that that's kind of nerve-wracking mm-hmm. like one bag so, well like one thing is opinion. like negative things always stick out more mm-hmm. so you can do a whole bunch of good deeds and people won't say anything you do one bad thing and all of a sudden everything just like blows up yeah so it's which know, they even said they're trying they they focused in the past really bad and when we were talking about this meme they're like we're really trying to focus more on the good because there's more good we'll address the bad ones if we need to yeah but they're like it could just been that person was on a bad day or you know they wrote it and they thought something happened because you did it but really it wasn't your fault or something like that um so like that's the thing the one nice thing about pro with also pro with uh corporations is 
time off I do find can be easier in some way because they're big on you taking your time off and they usually have a little more options of coverage and moving things around and they can prep for it a little bit better. Um, so like that, I would say is a little bit more convenient. Um, like I had some family, as we know, I had some family emergency comes up and, and when I worked in small business calling out that day, oh my gosh, I don't know. Like I never did it because of the fact that the rest of us would be screwed. Yeah. It would have been so bad. And like, they wouldn't, they wouldn't handle it really well. Like they would still try to operate just as normal. And it's funny you mentioned that. Cause when I was working when I was at the corporation, when I, the, one of the things I asked, cause I was considering going back there to work, I was like, Oh, how is it to request time off? Yeah. Because for me, that's also a big thing. Like if I can get time off, then I'm going to burn out. I'm not going to want to be there. So I was like, is it difficult to get time off? Mm-hmm. And they're like, no, as long as you have the PTO, just put it in and they'll block you out. Yeah. I'm like, well, that sounds very easy compared to like, oh, let me make sure we have the coverage. Oh, no, we don't. You can only take these two days out of the five that you requested. And it's like, well, that kind of ruins everything. Like, it's not worth it at that point. Yeah. Like, I had really no pushback. I just let my PT know that in a couple months that we'll be taking vacation and going um, on a trip to Hawaii. And uh, it was just like, give me the date so I can put get you coverage we can find you coverage that day but like there was no like yes no and I don't know if it how it works with part-time because I am part-time and that's a little different because we don't get PTO do we just get take vacation as we want like I don't know we're about to find out because I got a lot this year you got a lot of PTO oh a lot of vacation requests. possibly yeah um we'll see how it all goes but we'll see they only know about the one <laughs> But um, that's because the other one's not fully set yet, I would say. Uh, but it is easier, I feel like, to be like, hey, I need this time off. And there's a little bit more leeway or if something is to come up because they have an HR, they're a little bit more lenient on understanding, like, you know, not pushing back in a way because they know, like, they they need to, in a way, be a little bit considerate, I guess you could say. Um, the other thing I would say that is a con, there's less change you can make within the clinic. This is the way it's done. This is the way it's ran. And this is how we're going to do it. It's just that most of their clinics, especially when it gets to that level, they all run the same. Mm -hmm. So it's hard to make change at one clinic when you have 16 other clinics and they're not going to also do what you're trying to change at that clinic. Yeah. Small changes for sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. And treatment's going to be slightly different and everything like that. But like, say, like, for example, we apparently had the wrong type of wipes. And I'm like, who really cares? They're all <laughs> bacteria like wipes. Like, it does. Does it really matter? Like, it's not that big of a deal. But apparently it was. And I was like, OK, whatever. Like, I didn't even order. But I was just like, in my mind, I'm like. Like, they're just wipes. They're just wipes, guys. They're literally hospital-grade wipes for all of them. Like, it will work. Or, like, I had suggested, and at first there was a little bit of pushback, but then there actually wasn't. Um, so, for example, you know those wipe containers. How much juice is at the bottom of them? Of the wipe containers? Yeah, when, you, when you're oh, done, the, there's okay. so much of that, like, 
actual liquid left, right? And um, I we had a couple instances where we ran out of wipes and they got back ordered and then they got pushed. Like we just were using like Lysol wipes, which we weren't supposed to and that kind of stuff. And then we were running out of those because we thought our shipment was coming in. So I had suggested, I was like, well, we have these spray bottles. Let's just take the juice from the wipes and put it in the spray bottles. And at first she goes, well, we can't do that. I'm like, well, well, why not? <laughs> I was like, there's no difference. The only, like, that's the, the chemical. That's like the cleaning solution. That's the cleaning solution. The, the wipes themselves are just. Absorbing it. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, and then we can use this and spray it on the bed and keep it as a backup. And then finally she kind of came around to it, but it was like, in a way, pushback of like, we can't do that. We're in the, like, it's not the norm when the it comes norm. to the corporation. Yeah. Like, But we do. We do that. <laughs> They're like, okay, maybe Laura's on to something. <laughs> One of my PTs is like, I like that idea. We'll keep you around. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> um, but like, and I would definitely say like, there's less flexibility of like, um, if you need like to leave half a day or something like that, it, it can be a little troublesome. Um, it feels like there's just a lot more approval steps in a way for something like that too, because then it's like time off where... If you work at a mom and pop shop and you're just like, hey, I have an appointment at two o'clock. Is there any way I can like leave a little early or something like that? Then they're fine. Um, the other con I would say for big corporation is they always feel like you need to be doing something. Even if like it's downtime and you've been working really hard and you're, you know, just finishing catching up on notes, like they always feel like you need to be moving and doing something, which I get it. You don't like definitely if you've got a lot of those downtimes, but if you've been busy, busy, busy all day, it's okay just to kind of decompress and chill for a second before having to get up and do, do something. it again. Yeah. yeah. Like if you get a 20 minute break, then Hey, it's okay. You don't need to be doing something for that 20 minutes. If you caught up on everything. Um, but I feel like they feel like you need to be doing something all the time. And that's the only thing I would say downtime wise. Um, yeah. When I, when I went to my rotation, so they scheduled patients back to back to back. Mm -hmm. And like you said, you always have to be doing something. So if your patient didn't show up on time, you're responsible for calling them, asking them where they are or rescheduling them, whatever the case may be. If they're not coming in and they're canceled, now you're in charge of care calls. Yeah. Like there's always something that you have to do. Me, it's always cleaning the full clinic. And I'm the type of person where I don't mind that. I like to be busy. I don't like just to sit there because I feel weird. I'm very big on, like, I don't like to waste people times. But I'm talking, like, if you are catching up on your notes, like, so, like, that's a big thing is, like, when you have downtime, first thing is you catch up on your notes. So usually, you, well, you try to call the patient, but say you don't have a patient schedule. Mm -hmm. Catch up on your notes. Make sure everything looks good. Really optimize everything. And then from there... Say you have a patient coming in in the next, like, 20 minutes. Like, it's okay not to do something for that 20 minutes. Like, it's okay just to have a moment of just decompress <laughs> in a way. And I feel like sometimes they struggle with that in the corporation world. Um, so that's that one. I'm trying to think if there's anything we missed. I mean, I'm sure there's something we missed. Oh, there's probably well, a lot and all. But I think there's just things that come to mind as we think about it yeah the big i would say another pro of corporations is if you either move 
um, areas within your state or even sometimes out of state, you can more likely transfer versus having to find a new job. So that is a pro for that if you like the company. So, um, but yeah, I think that kind of wraps it up on at least the session. Um, that's all I can kind of think of you. That's all I got. Yeah. So we'll go ahead and wrap up today's episode. I know it's a little bit longer. When we get rolling, you guys know how it is. We just can talk for days. (laughs) We talk more than we think we talk. I know, right? We're always like, oh, this episode won't be that long. And then it's like always 40 minutes later. But um, don't forget, we are back to uploading twice a week, Tuesdays and Fridays. Look at me. I got it right. And then we are coming back with some I was about to say, it's not Wednesdays, it's not Wednesdays. That's what I'm (laughs) thinking to myself. However, though, we are coming back with some more episodes on YouTube, so don't forget to check those out. Uh, Don't forget to follow us on Instagram, where we're the most active. We do post a couple times on Twitter, mainly about the episodes, but, you know, you can always hit us up there. And we've got some fun um, stuff. Also the Discord. Oh, yeah, and then the Discord. Always shout out to the Discord. We realize that our link may have not been working. So someone kindly let us know. Yes. So we have a new link up there. If it doesn't work please for anybody, to, please let us know so we can fix it yet again. <laughs> I think we got it right this time. I think though. we got it right. I think but we just in case. Yeah. Um, but yeah, um, reach out to us. If you guys want to come on and be a guest, please, please, please reach out to us. We've got a couple that we have set up or setting up soon. And we're excited for those. One, I'll give you a hint. Hopefully, if it all works out, we are diving deeper into animal rehabilitation. So, I'm excited for that one. I'm so excited. I have so many questions. So many. Like, I always have so many questions. Oh, my gosh. But, all right. Till next time, guys. Take care. The information in this video or podcast is not intended nor implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. All content, including text, graphics, images, and information contained in this video or podcast is for general information purposes only and does not replace your professors or a consultation from your own doctor or healthcare professional.